When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, in just a few days, arguably the most important featherweight fight maybe in UFC history, one of the most important trilogies in UFC history will take place just down the road when Alexander Volkanovsky defends his title against this man, the former UFC featherweight champion and the guest here with me today. It is Max Blessed Holloway. Hi, Max. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? How was your flight in? Long. Yeah. How long was the flight from uh, Hawaii to here? Uh, like five and a half. About what? Mine's five. Five. Yeah, yeah but I have to fly coach. Did you fly coach? Ah, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't fly coach, bro. I need. I need. I was like, I'm... are you? Oh, wait, is Max Holloway flying private now? No, no, okay. not private. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, I. I think I'll be. I'm never ever gonna be too bougie to to go get a private. I like my money. I'd rather spend it on something like a dinner or something than yeah. a private plane. To be honest. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling? I feel good. Yeah. I feel. I feel like a champ. You've so done I this so wait. many times now. I wonder, like. Do, do you still get the same feeling pre-fight every time? Uh, Does yeah. it matter what the stakes are? I mean, I'm on all every fight. I told you this before, you know. Uh, we we approach every fight the same, you know. This, this is my first fight, and this might be my last fight. So, at the end of the day, we just ain't belt, no belt, whatever it is. I carry myself as a champion. Every fight I think so I'm doing is a championship fight, you know. And uh, that's just what you got to do in this game, you know. To be the best, you got to beat the best. And best is blessed. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna trot out those lines with me again? No, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Let's back up a step before we even talk about the fight. You're you are in a different place in your life. You're now 30 years old. You've been fighting the UFC for 10 years now, which is a long time. You got married recently. Congratulations, by the way. How is married life? My life is good. I mean, it's awesome, especially when you got a wife like mine, man. She makes sure everything is good. Uh, she makes she makes sure Minnie is good. So, I mean, life's good. I, I, I love married wife, you know, and she she does everything. I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. How is it when you have like a your wife is a professional athlete as well? Like, is that challenge? How, what does that do for time and and how your needs need to be met as well? I mean, time is she figures out. She's amazing, you know, and then she actually gets what I need to do all this and what comes with it. And then the eating habits, it's just been much better when she, with, she, with her around, you know. With her around, it's been much better. So, I mean, she, she's just the greatest. <laughs> Where does someone from Hawaii go for a honeymoon? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I'll let you know. I'll you didn't go it. yet? I, no, we didn't go yet. Okay. Because I told her, like, I can't, I was like, knowing my luck, we're going to go on top of a honeymoon, and UFC's going to be like, hey, look, you're fighting in two weeks. So I was like, I'm just going to wait. Let, let's just wait. And she said, yeah, let's do it. So as soon as we book it, I'll let you know. Because I, I keep telling her where, wherever she wants to go. And she just keeps telling me wherever I want to go. And then when I say where I want to go, she's like, no, I don't want to go there. So it's like, it's where you want to go. Then, you know, choose it. Happy, happy wife, happy life. Is what yes, say, right? 100%. Where do you want to go, curiously? I, I wanted to go to Japan and stuff. But she, she was thinking, like, she wants to go to Japan. But she wants to go as a family with, Ru with, with Rush and, right. and, and stuff. So... And and with friends, so like one of my wrestling coach, 
he pretty much he does it all. He's my cameraman. He can uh, translate for us. He can be. He's my wrestling coach. He can be a body for me. So That's that guy's awesome. the man. All right. How do you feel this time? I know you say you're feeling good, but like relative to how you felt when you had the title the first time, and then the rematch was weird because it was during COVID and it was in Abu Dhabi and there was no crowd. Do you feel exactly the same in terms of how you, the few days out, ahead of this one that you did for the second or the first one? Nah, man, I feel great. I, this is the best I ever felt but mentally. You felt, you felt bad for those ones? No, I, I just feel greater than what I felt then. Then I felt great. I felt great the first time. I felt greater the second one. I guess I feel the greatest <laughs> this one, you know. And uh, I got five title wins, you know that. You know, to, be, uh, to get my sixth title win here in the Ninth Island, against Alex, where the first one went down. Big, I'm back in crowds for two years. I never had a crowd. We're back here. It's gonna be amazing, you know, go get that dub. Like I said, I've been saying, man, I, I just have this feeling, you know, I've been, in, I've been in there with this guy for 10 rounds, Luke. 10 rounds. I, I really feel like we're not going past three in this one. What, what, why? What, what's, what's so different? I mean, he's different, I'm different. I just think the training I've been doing is going to pay off in a, in a, in a big way, in a, in, a, in a very big way, I think so. The training that I've been doing, my game plan, the recipe that we're cooking up in this one is going to be finger-licking good. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. So after the first fight, obviously you probably had conversations with your coaches, but did you ever have a meeting after the first fight and been like, okay, what went wrong? Not, I know you probably feel like you may have showed your hand raised, certainly in the second one, maybe the first one. But what were you and the coaches saying? Like, why didn't it go your way? What, what was the assessment? I mean, the, the, the first one, I think we had a meeting in this room. I think right after the fight. I think we had a meet. We sat down. We talked a little while. And we wanted to figure out what was wrong. They all talked about it. We, ha we, all, had, we all had ideas of what, what we think went wrong and where went wrong. And that's what it is. You know, that's how you get better. You know, you, you confront your demons. You know, and we was confronting what we think went wrong, and it was literally like maybe like an hour after the fight we was back here. We was at this table in this in this hotel, mm -hmm. sitting down talking about like what we can do different, what we did different, uh, what what he did great, what I did great, what I did bad, and we went from there. What makes him good? Uh, I mean, he's just uh, well mixed, uh, well rounded. You know, he's well rounded, super good. Um, I mean, I. I mean, I might give away too much if I tell him what, what makes him good, you know, so... Okay, how about this? What did you learn about him through the process of fighting him 10 rounds? I mean, I, it's not... Yeah, I would say learn. I just... I think they're camping him. They're just smart. They're super smart, you know. They, they, they played the system, especially the first, the first fight, really good. You know, they played the system really good. So, you know, uh, toodles to them, kudos to them, and... Um, we're here for a third time, you know. I mean, if the first if the first two was so decisively, we wouldn't be here for a third, you know. Fair so. Enough. All right, so let's talk about the second fight then, because you had the meeting after the first. You get the second fight. And it looked to me in the second fight, to my amateur eyes, but that is all that I have, that your stance changed. Yeah. You got more upright. Uh -huh. You didn't chase him as much. You let him come to you. That's, in fact, I think the way you knocked him down was by virtue of that, by his uh -huh. forward pressure. And a lot more linear attacks up the middle. And it worked really well. I thought you won the first round. I thought you won the second round cleanly. And I noticed after the second round, you did the sh bit, which was, I was like, okay, Max is cooking right now. He's in his kitchen. But the third round, things began to change. He was able to make adjustments in the middle of the fight. I know that you probably think that you won the fight. There is certainly a case for you. But in the end, the judges didn't agree. What happened from the third round on? 
I mean, like you said, I mean, when you're fighting the best, you get the best the best two guys in there, you know, the best two teams in there. It's not only us. We got eyes on the outside. I think he did adjustments, you know. I, and I guess so to the three guys seeing Judge uh, Octagon side, those 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 little adjustments uh, got him to fight, you know. So it is what it is, you know. It is what it was actually. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit over here cry about spilled milk, you know. There's there's three guys, three not guys or it can be girls or whatever, three people sitting ringside that decision count the most, and they went the other way. So you know why get mad, you know. We we cleaned it up. We you know we cleaned that up, the mess up. We went on and. I knew we was going to find our way back somehow to Tyler. You know, if I had to fight two times, three times, four times, whatever it was, we're going to be right back here. And, uh, you know, two years later, you know, or a year half, actually, we're here and ready to go. Candidly, when the fight went to the decision in the second one, what was your level of confidence that you had won? I was like, I, I thought I won, you know. like if did, you Did you think he had won any rounds? I thought maybe, I thought maybe... Maybe the last round or, or the fourth round, I'm, I'm mixing up my rounds. I forget which one it was. But one of those rounds, for sure, I thought he won in the later rounds, you know. And uh, But it is what it is, you know. They, they, this shit didn't go my way. I'm not going to, you know, why I'm going to pout about it or cry about it, you know. I had Dana White talked about it, you know, like a bunch of, like, 100 UFC fighters was saying that I won the fight. So, you know, why add more fuel to the, uh, to the fire when you don't need to? I guess the question I'm trying to get at is, it's weird that, again, I want to be very clear, there is certainly a case for you to win, uh, especially the second one. The second one, you, the, the first two rounds, I don't think there's any debate that you took those. So all you had to have is one more in the next three. But the judges kind of keep siding with him. What do you think they're seeing? And I know we don't know, the judges don't talk to us, but there's got to be something, right? Like they keep kind of orienting themselves around what he's doing. Is it the amount of activity he does, all the fainting, all the footwork, all the movement? What is it? I, I wouldn't know, you know, I wouldn't know. I, I, I couldn't answer for them. I guess What do your coaches tell you? I mean, we're all kind of dumbfounded at the situation, to be honest, you know. Like, we we all don't know. Like, we all looked and we're like, I don't know. Like, even after seeing the strikes after sometimes, you, I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't even remember getting hit that much times, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, I guess, I guess even, or not hit that much time, it's significant strikes is the thing that tripped me out. I'm like, how the hell is he keeping up with me in significant strikes? But it is what it is, you know. I'm not the guy who's who's counting what is a significant strike, what is a strike period. So, you know, it's, it's something that I think so we got to ask them. Was your feeling after the first fight the same as the feeling after the second? Or did you have, was there a difference between the way you processed what had happened? No, nah, I felt like I, I felt like they both, they, they, they was both the same. I feel pretty good. I mean, the second one had to be a little bit bigger because I, even though they didn't count as a knockdowns, like I, I, I felt like I had knockdowns in that in that second fight, you know. So, I think what in the second one was a little bit bigger, but again, it is what it was. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna complain about something that that happened two years, a year and a half ago. Well, um, what, what do the city kickboxing guys do that you call them smart? Give me an uh, example of what makes them smart. And by the way, to be fair, I want to be clear. Volkanovski is not just a city kickboxing guy. He's a freestyle fighting, uh, I think his academy is the name of the gym. Please forgive me if I get it wrong. But so he's, he's got more than just that association. Yeah, I just think their game planning is great. I mean, you look at him, you look at Izzy. Uh, I mean, the two guys that's actually doing very well, with the exception of Kai Kai. You know, like Kai Kai France is a, is a guy going out there finishing guys or whatever. Like, and Izzy is finishing guys well as well too. But Izzy and, and Alex is almost like the same fighter. What it is kind of... Like, 
Hmm. They just kind of touch, 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 touch. And Izzy actually has the power a little bit later or the timing or whatever you want to call it where he puts somebody down and he gets the finish, you know. But, like, the top two standouts of, of, the, of, that, of that crew is a lot of guys, they touch their... They're, they're they're very smart, know how to play the system. Like, I touch you here, I touch you there, get away, touch, touch here, make it look like a big stuff that I guess that's what it is, you know. They 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 play the system well. They got a system down to the lock, the MMA system, I guess, with the rules and stuff, and they look good. Like, if you guys don't believe me, go run Izzy's and, and Alex's fight back-to-back, the same thing, you know, go break it down. These guys touch, touch, touch. The only difference thing between both of them is that Izzy actually lands something that really hurts you and then finish you, you know? And then, I mean, Alex finally lands something that actually hurts someone and finished them in his last fight. But yeah. that's what I think it is. I think they're, they're super smart at playing the system. It's interesting. People are like, oh, Alex, did you see that fight, by the way? The no, Alex I didn't see a fight. I just, I saw the clip. I saw the finish, yeah. of course, but I didn't watch the full fight. My, my coaches watched the fight. I asked them, do they, do they think I need to watch it? Like, no, it's pretty much what we thought was going to happen, happened. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I, there was a lot of talk about, like, oh, he went for the kill. And I'm like, I don't believe that. I just think fighting you, I don't want to be disrespectful to the Green Zombie. Fighting any of those guys is difficult. Yeah. Fighting you is a completely different thing. That's why it's harder to do anything to you than it is to him. And that I mean, to me yeah, I mean, and that's any fighter, you know what I mean? It's harder to do s- certain moves against against Jair Rodriguez than it was with Cater, you know? That's, that's, that's every fight. Every fight that you go to, it's, it's a different thing, you know? Anybody who take it as disrespect, it's like, it's not, you know? It, it's no disrespect to anyone. It's a, I'm a different fighter from Korean Zombie, you know? And we understand that, so... My age is much younger. The miles on me is a little bit lower than Korean zombie, so I understand it. You know. Um, in in terms of this fight, where do you derive? I want to be very clear about this. Where do you derive the motivation? Here's what I mean. Some fighters are like, oh, I hate that guy. I don't. I saw you guys shaking hands. You're you're been in the game too long for that. That's not you, right? I don't, I don't hate is it is it reclaiming the belt? Is it proving something to yourself? Where 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 is your mind in terms of why you're doing this? I mean, like I said, you know, we approach every fight like it's my first and last, you know? We don't, we don't in, know. What, I'm asking, what's in your heart? Like, what, seriously, what, not, like, what, what drives you to make sure that you, I think in your mind, write this wrong? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I said it, like, I want to bring balance to the world, but, you know, one of the main things is, is my son and my wife, you know? Like, I spend so much time away from them, so much time in the gym. Sometimes they come, sometimes they don't. So I want to show them, show to my friends, my family, my wife, my kid, this is why your husband or your dad is so away from you. This is why we cannot go and watch Buzz Lightyear in the theaters right now because I, I don't want to get sick, you know? This is why we can't go to the beach or there because I'm not feeling up to it because I'm hurting from training. So it's just showing them that, like, look, this, this is why I did it. This is all the hard work paid off right here. Now let's go have our honeymoon, have a vacation. Let's go catch Buzz Lightyear in, in theaters yet. Did you see Buzz Lightyear? I did not. Uh, I did not. We yeah, waited. Yeah. I've, not, I've not seen it either. I, I have a three-year-old daughter. She's she liked the the trailers. Yeah. Uh, okay, just the same. Uh, have okay. So you have two losses to Dustin Poirier. Now, one was at 145 when you're at the very beginning of the UFC run, yeah. and then one was at 155, yeah. and he was obviously a completely different fighter. To what extent has this experience truly, demonstrably, made you better? Do you ever think about that? Like you've had to problem solve and win. You've had to beat Rodriguez and you had to beat Cater. We'll talk about that in a minute. But you had to really problem solve. You and your team had to really kind of figure this out. 
do you, do you ever look back on that and say like, I don't know, like it did actually make us a little bit better? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, every loss, every loss is only a loss if you don't if you don't learn uh, if you don't learn from it. You know, every L to me, I always say it is a learning curve. You know, and and even with the Dustin Poirier fight, you know, what I mean, first things first is Alex, of course, but. That's one of another fight up there, like at 55, who knows, or 170, whatever day we might meet again, you know? Those fights wasn't too far off. You know, the first one was, whatever, he, he subbed me, but the second one was like, you know, like even Khabib thought I won that fight, you know? I mean, yeah, Khabib is another story, but you know, at the, at the end of the <laughs> I day- saw, I saw what he said. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's just crazy, you know? I, I We learned a lot, you, you, find, you, you find a lot about yourself when, when you, you know, when you take an L, when you learn, you know, more than a win anytime, you know, when you're winning and you just keep winning, 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 it's like, you don't, you don't have the drive to better anything or change anything, you know, but, and if you do, then you're, that is amazing, great for you, but when you lose, people really sit down and break down themselves and be like, oh, wow, what's going on, you know, and look, we, that, that, that uh, Dustin fight, we came back, I think we fought uh, Edgar, right? Mm -hmm. Felt great, felt good, and we that Dustin fight didn't only help us like in my fight game. It helped me with like doing all kind of stuff behind the scenes. You know, me and my business manager, my team, we got we got doctors, we got all kind of stuff figured out after that fight. You know, just to just to think if I ever wanted to go up and get bigger again, then we go do it. We go up and get bigger again. You know. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so then you had the fight with Calvin Cater, oh. which was just an un. How, when you look back on that fight, is that like the best showcase of Max? What? How do you package that in all the things that you've done in your career? I mean, I mean, that, that, zone, yeah, that. I was in the zone. I was in the zone. I think the best package, mixed martial arts package of Max had to be the year fight for sure, 100%, because I got to show different aspects of my game in there. But the best, like the best... That was just in, striking in the zone, Max. That that was it. I mean, uh, doesn't it? Does it? I don't know if it ever gonna get better than that. You know, who knows? I mean, Saturday night not that far, so I get to answer my own question. <laughs> did you? Did you have not like extra motivation to stick it to people? Because that doesn't. You seem very family and self-centered, uh, and I mean that in a good way, not like a selfish way, uh, like focused internally versus externally. Uh, but there was a certain fire that came out of you there when you were looking at the commentary table and yeah. talking to them. Yeah. Was that, where, what was that? Where did that come from? Man, people was like, they was calling me a journeyman. I, I, I was tripping out. I was like, wow, I just, you know, I, you know, you lost the belt and I fought the champion and then things didn't go too well. And, and it could have gone, a lot of people were saying my way and they just forgot about that. Like a lot of people just forgot about that. And, I was just tripping out. He was talking. A lot of people was saying that this guy get the best, has the best boxing in the in the UFC. He was talking about it. Called me, you know. He called me a freshman or whatever, and I was like, whoa. I was like, this is outrageous. Like this is just crazy. You know, there's levels to these games. I tell people all the time. There's 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 this there's different levels. There's one level of getting to the UFC, and then there's a level of getting into the top 15 of the UFC. And then there's levels of getting from 15 to 10, and then 10 to 5, and then the champion and like the top three contenders in the world, you know. And people don't know. People think it's all the same, you know. People are just like, oh, you're in the UFC, you're you're amongst these guys. Like, no, you're not. You gotta go work your way to the top. And you know, I just uh, I had a feeling like people gotta find out the hard way. And I guess he found the hard way, you know. And it was great, you know. Nothing but love for Cater. He's he's out here doing his thing to see it. So 
that was pretty cool to to have that to have that moment, you know. Was there ever a point where, and I'm I'm asking this genuinely. I I have great respect for Calvin Cater as well. I was watching that live, and I was thinking to myself, I, I started to feel bad for him. Yeah. Did you ever feel bad for him? I mean, just the amount of I mean, damage. I was yeah. actually getting concerned. I know in the in the third round. If you, I think it was the third round. I, I think I well, for sure. Yeah, I was against the fence and I shot in for a takedown. Cause in my mind, I was like, my gosh, I was like, I'm just gonna, like, this guy is just too strong. Like, he's just too strong for his own good. So I was thinking, like, I'm gonna go go to his leg, suck him, suck it out from under him right now, and just ground and pound and get a finish from her Dean, you know, real quick. And when I did it, he defended. I was like, I get, I guess not. Mm. I guess you want to still get punched in your head. So I was like, here it is, bro. I'm sorry. All right, so then it takes us to the Yair Rodriguez fight. Did you want that fight? Like, did you think after the... Because I thought after you beat Cater, beating Cater 1 was impressive enough. And then the way you did it, I was like, oh, they're just going to make the third the yeah. third Alex fight. Yeah. But they didn't. They th so did you want that fight? I, it happens. You know, it is what it is. I'm not a... I'm yeah, not a matchmaker. Yes or no? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a matchmaker. I did it personally. Did I wanted to fight your year? Yes. Our our match like what was what was planned for me and him like our, our people been dream matchmaking us forever. Yeah, like, you know me and him was like I remember I think I fought Jeremy Stevens back in like UFC 197 uh, when uh, did all that was Aldo Connor card right? I think that was the Aldo Connor card. Whenever Aldo fought Connor, yeah. I, we opened up the main card. I remember running to uh, Rodriguez in the back. And and everybody, like, a lot of people wanted that fight. I was like, and he's a young kid, too. So I was like, I'm probably going to fight this guy multiple times. That's the way I'm thinking, you know. So, you know, took years later to finally make it happen. And I, I was great with it, you know. It is what it is. Would I, would have, would I rather have fought for a title? Probably. But that's not the way it planned out, you know. We, we got your year. And I got to go out there and uh, showcase my mixed martial arts. That was an impressive fight because you gave it to him in the striking. He returned the favor. Uh -huh. But what decided the difference, it seemed to me, was, to your point, the well-roundedness. Uh -huh. Did you know you were going to have to go to that gear? Or was that, like, on the fly, like, okay, we got we to... Gotta, not like... I don't mean to say that, oh, he's piecing me up. I can't fight him on the feet. But, I mean, like, the smart thing to do here... Was yeah, to was to turn it up. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, that's the smart thing to do every fight is, is, is to mix it up. So... At the end of the day, mixing up with him made sense, you know. And, uh, and he, they said he was working on his wrestling, so I was like, oh, I better beat him to this wrestling game then, you know, because I've been working on my wrestling. So it was super fun. It was super good. I mean, like the, the guy's a dog, man. You know, he is a dog. A lot of people sleep on him. Uh, and I, I will admit, I, I thought you were going to not run over him, but I thought it would look a little bit like round three, round four, just yeah. kind of taking over. He was, he, he really impressed He me. was in there. He was in, in the fight, you know, especially being away for, what was it, two years or something. Right. Uh, he, he came to fight, you know, and, and that hit and not get hit thing with him is, is hard as, as hard as it get, man. The guy is like, his dexterity in his legs, his flexibility, his quickness, his, his IQ too, and his, just his overall creativeness is, it's pretty cool in there, so I got to go in there and experience it with him. I, you know, I look, I look forward to probably seeing him a couple more times in our career. You know, I know he ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. So that's weird. About, that's what's weird about the Volkanovski fight, right? The Cater fight was just basically one-sided, but the the Yair fight you won cl clearly won in my in my view. Although this is the thing, that was a tough fight, bro. Uh -huh. And the Volkanovski fights, you always walk out there, and I'm like, he's probably going to go to the club later. You yeah. know, like, it's really weird. Like, those are the ones that have eluded you, but this really tough yeah, fight, yeah, yeah. that was the one you got your hand on. So is the key here, 
not like Yair is obviously dramatically different than yeah. Alex, but is there something to be said for the complexion of a fight looking a certain way and that favoring you or vice versa? I mean, if if I need to have tough fights and have the tough fights to get my decision, then thanks for breaking the code or something. So maybe we're going to make this one tougher than it has to be on Saturday. You know, so. I guess what I'm asking is when you went back to the locker room, were you like, holy shit, that was tough? Yeah, but I mean, after the fight, when they they sent us for the year fight, they sent us to the... Uh, to the emergency room, and I was like begging them. I was like, I'm fine. They're like, no, you need to go, kid. I'm like, I, I understand. I had that big cut, but that big cut was like in the last in the in the last round, halfway through the round, he elbowed me. Like, and I and we knew we was getting ready. Like there's like there's like three things that I knew he was gonna throw in the fight. If I got him to the ground, he'd throw his back elbow. If I got him against the fence, he's gonna throw his up elbow against the fence. And and his spinning kick. And, oh, he's jumping front kick. I, I knew those three things was coming. I was like, I'm not going to. And then two out of three things land. And the, yeah, he didn't land the, the, the jump somersault kick, but he landed a stupid punch on me in my face when he got up. I was like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> I, I knew these three things was coming and the three things landed on me. So, yeah, I was kind of upset about that. But the guy is tricky, man. It was super good. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was trying to, you can ask them. You can ask my business partner, he asked my coach, I was telling him, bro, I'm fine. Let me do media. Let me go talk to me. They're like, no, you need to go. I don't even know how you're walking. I was like, I watched the, I watched it. And then I was like, oh, I understand where it is because he was kicking my leg, but it wasn't, wasn't nothing too crazy, you know. I, his foot took more damage than my leg, you know. Well, yeah. So I was like, I can do it. And I was like, no, they insisted and like took up like two hours of my freaking day. I had a dinner that I was I was scared I was going to miss with my family. I was like, come on, I got to get out of here, please. And then, yeah, it, it happened. What did they say at the ER? They stitched you up? They say anything Stitch you up? Nothing. It was like, everything's good. You know, they scanned, they, was, they scanned me and they, they, they look at my foot. They was like, oh, it's just swelling. And I was like, you can go. I was like, really? Like two hours for this? Come on. All right, so let me tell you one concern that I have. And I don't say this. I hope you understand this. And I know you've... I, you know that I have huge admiration for your uh -huh. career. I do worry about the amount of damage you've taken over uh -huh. the course of uh -huh. your career. Uh -huh. Do you? Not really, not really. Uh, and, and the only reason why I understand what you guys see, because you guys see me in these wars and these fights, right? So in your guys' mind, you guys not thinking of the training that, that, that you guys might be thinking like, oh, if he's having wars here, he's probably, we got scared of people being in the gym, talking stories like, I have wars in the gym, right? I, do, I don't have no wars in the gym. I do no sparring. I don't, I don't get my head my head hit in anything, you know, like uh, like personally, uh, uh, like uh, on purpose, you know. Of course, like when you jujitsu and stuff, you can't stop hitting whatever, but I don't spar anymore. We don't do no hard rounds. Everything is just much more smarter, you know. Like every, forget our timing and stuff. We go, we, we do a little bit motion stuff, but we're not cracking each other like how we would. Like before it, before my my training was worse than the fights, you know. We should have been getting paid 50k for the fights, then 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 actually in the fights. So at the end of the day, I'm not too worried. I mean, I know that significant strike, everybody see it, and I heard him talking about it, be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna crack up, and blah blah this and that. I'm like, brother, like, did you forget the first two fights we fought? Like, one, I never think so. You ever even made me do the chicken dance, and two, I like. You was on the side doing the falling down over, you know? So I, I, I don't get it. So again, I'm going to ask this question with great sensitivity. Uh -huh. Not in the fight itself. Like obviously if you get hit in the fight, that doesn't count. Uh -huh. But have you ever experienced any neurological 
symptoms or or um, issues? No, not at all. I mean, I mean, my my business partner is like super big into that. So everything is the, the one of our one of our things that you know one of our things that we like saying you know rush is we put rush first no matter what you know what I mean rush is always first, and since rush is first, that I need to make sure that I'm good you know so. He made sure we go check up out. We have a we have our, pretty much our own teams of doctors that make sure that everything and my brain, my health, my cardio, everything that I'm consuming, whatever I'm coming in, all checks the list. Okay, and I know I, I again I want to be very clear. I am asking that of great sensitivity. I know that's a very personal question, so I hope you know it comes from a place of genuine admiration for what you've done, but also, yeah, you're right, I'm just an, I'm just an observer. I don't know how you feel. Wow, sure. And on the observer side, even, even when you win, even when you win, like the, like the Yair fight, just a spectacular win, it was blood and guts affair. Yeah. You know, and, I, and as an observer, it's hard to know what to make of that. I mean, I mean at the end of the day, we need, we need people like you, you know, looking out for, sometimes you talk to the right guy or, or, or a guy who's not in my situation where we are doing all the right steps for it, and then you ask them the question, and then they go and be like, you know what, I should go and figure this out, whatever, and you might actually help them. You might save a life, so it ain't... I ain't taking this with a grain of salt or anything. I understand that you care, and people do care, you know? Like like you said, you've been covering me for like 10 years now. It's almost like, it's almost like we're family, kind of. <laughs> Look how gray I am, Max. Yeah. I've gotten gray covering you. That's what it's done to me. Unbelievable. But it's true. Like, do you see, you know, you're in the gym, obviously, and, and you're around the sport. Do you think fighters in general take enough care about that kind of thing? And personally, like 100%, if you ask me, I would say no. I say no. And, and I say this to all the fighters out there, everybody, protect your chickens. You know what I mean? The great, the, what the great Marshawn Lynch said, protect your chickens. You guys only get one. You guys want to be around. Like, I, I want to be able to throw balls with my great-grandkids, you know? Like, I know it's far away from that. Rush is only 10. But my, even my great-great-grandkids, I want to be in great top shape whenever, whenever I need to do life. You know, I don't want to be in a wheelchair. I don't want to be able to not put a sentence together for my son or my great-grandkids. Great so, at the end of the day, it's do your job, protect yourself. You know, and, and don't be scared to, to ask for help. You know what I mean? Like, the only person you're hurting is yourself. You know, never ever be scared to ask someone for help. Let's talk about your team for a second. I have a theory. Let's see what you think about it. Not a theory, just a, just a claim. Oh. Think your team is maybe the most underrated in MMA in terms of a lot of things, but most notably, you talked about how city kickboxing is smart. And I agree. Eugene Behrman is smart, and uh, there's some other folks in there that are obviously very bright as well. Ivan Flores and the guys around you, in my judgment, are just as smart, uh, and they don't get a lot of the credit. Why? Uh, not at all. Uh, you know why? You know, Ivan, I, Ivan Flores, uh, Rylan Lazares, Michael Nakagawa, Darren Yap, Christopher Daggett, these five names you guys not going to hear nothing about. You know why? Because I got to hold a freaking gun to their head. <laughs> to tell them to go do an interview. Like, they don't want to do interviews. Every, everything is me, me first. They're like, no, we're just doing everything for you. And and they don't want none of the light. They don't want none of the shine. And that's why I love them, you know? These guys don't want nothing, you know? These, there's a point where I had to hassle them to actually pay them too. I was like, bro, come on, guys. Like, you guys just take to your time. Them? Yeah. These guys, I was like, you guys, these guys take time on their family and friends. Like, they got kids. Both of them got two kids, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like... Two of them, and three of them, and one of them get four, got four kids, you know, or three kids. 
So at the end of the day, it's just like that's why I love the team, man. They 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 don't want they don't want none of the look at me. I'm the guy. I'm the reason why Max is like this. They're like nah. He's the reason why we're here to help him, and he's doing it because of him. So, I mean, find guys like that. Find guys that they just want to. I mean, I guess so. I guess so they're like they're almost like the Avengers, but low key. You know what mm. I mean? The low key Avengers. Like then they're not popping their chest on and being like, "Oh, I'm doing this, doing that for him." And that's why I got nothing but love for these guys, man. They'll do anything for me. I mean, I used to even when I first started training with Ryland, I didn't have a job. I had not I had nothing pretty much, and he just said, "Come, come to the gym. Don't worry about paying nothing. Just, just make sure show up. We figure it out, you know." And um, that's just the same thing with Darren. Yeah, I had no money. It's pretty expensive to train with him, and he was like, "You know, just, just come. We figure it out as we go," and and we did. So this guy's just amazing, you know. Like I said, it, I really got to hold a gun. Like no bullshit. Like I'm like, yeah, you I, guys need to, you guys need to do this interview. They're like, UFC needs this interview. Like, come on, really me? Or like even embedded trying to interview like the guys I gotta use the bathroom and they're like gone forever. <laughs> I'm like these guys, come on. Uh, actually, I had Ivan one time on my radio show, and I want to. I'm saying this as a compliment to to like what he does for you. That was the worst interview I ever had. He wouldn't tell me anything. He wouldn't tell me anything. He was so friendly the whole time. And he was just whoop, 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 just ducking and dodging. I'm like, okay, all right. So you, I want, I'm gonna try with this. You gotta give me his number because once you're retired, because I know he ain't gonna tell me shit while you're around. Yeah. Once you're retired, he owes me an interview, man. Yeah, I he mean, owes me an interview. I mean, once I retire, you can probably ask him about me, but he got his little son coming up, and his son really wants to be a fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his son's name is uh, Aries, so his son is like really wants to be a fighter. So I don't know if you're going to get anything. I'm just giving you a heads up. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get anything because, like, I even told him because his son, his, his son is like, oh, my son's age. They're 10. They're same age. And uh, his son said, oh, I want to fight. He wanted to fight Uncle Max for, for his belt, you know, when he can so he don't know the kid don't know but when he's like 16 or 18 i'm gonna put up the belt one of the belts in the house i'm gonna spar him i'm gonna fight him in the gym i'm gonna that's what i'm telling him i'm gonna like bro i'm gonna fight you in this gym <laughs> finally you've been running your mouth since he's a little kid we're gonna do it now the thing about ivan and again it's not just him i'm just using him as an example because i had him on the show once okay but they're generous souls they're kind people they're hard working but i do want to focus on that one thing that i said about how smart they are when did you realize, oh, wait a second, these dudes are real dialed in. They're real bright. I mean, I... Like, did, did you just luck into a situation? Exactly. To, to tell you the honest truth, I just kind of lucked out, man. Hmm. I just I, I just get... I get lucky with a bunch of things. or Not even luck. I think... I guess it's in a nickname. I just get blessed, man. I, I was like... The way the way me and me and uh, Rylan came... Uh, I got Rylan... Ryland is the one that I found Ryland first, and Ryland is the one that threw me to Darren. Ryland is the one that brought in Ivan mm. into the camp, and uh, Ryland's wife is, is friends with uh, with, uh, with Christopher Daggett. So it's like it's this small little thing. Like Ryland was the Ryland was the root, and his little branches he grabbed everybody. So I just I I lucked out in it, man. I just got lucky. It wasn't like oh wow, this guy's so smart. Oh, he's doing this and that, blah blah. It's like no, nah. I needed jujitsu. Ryland was the man on the island. I, got, I ran into him, and then he did everything else. Amazing. Now, you mentioned uh, going forward, we will see what happens on Saturday. Win or lose, does 155 hinge on that? Like, how, how, is the 155 plan such that it is one? Is it contingent on a, a certain outcome on Saturday or not? No, not at all. Not okay. at all. But, but there is history there, you know, with the guy that, like, 
he's not the champion, but he should still be the champion in my eyes. You know, uh, Charles Oliveira, you know, there's history in me and him. Like I said, Dustin, we always on the short list for Connor. So there's a bunch of things, but you know, first things first, we got business to handle. I know my name ain't Dana White, Hunter Campbell, Sean Shelby or McMaynard. I don't meet up with those guys on Tuesdays. That's their job. So I'm going to go in, take care of business on Saturday and, uh, see where it leads us. Are you surprised by Oliveira's maturation? Like he used to be the guy who was always real good, yeah. especially with jujitsu, but then, you know, he would kind of flake out certain times. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now, he, like he just walked into Justin Gaethje. Yeah. Was that surprising to you that he's become so formidable? Hey, whatever he found, he found, man. Whatever he, I don't know what he putting in his acai nowadays, but I, I want a cup of that acai, Charles, because uh, it, it, he's been killing it, he's been amazing. And, and I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of pissed for him that he, he, he kind of got history taken away from him, you know, his next fight. Yeah, and his next fight is going to be fighting for a title, not a title defense, which it rightfully so be. So, you know, he's he looking scary. The dude been looking good. He's been cracking people. He's been, <laughs> he been <laughs> making people quit that's calling him quitters. Mm. So it's, it, it's, right. it's an amazing thing to see. Right. Uh, you mentioned Habib. I would be remiss if I didn't mention oh. it. Were you surprised? So what Habib said was basically he he tried to, to his Habib's defense. He did try to be respectful about yeah, it, yeah. but he did say he thought Volkanovski would win on the third uh, meeting between yeah. you two. Uh, did that annoy you? No, not at all. He said something about I heard something about fire or something, right? Like he said I don't have the fire. Oh, or something. that's right. Yes, he yeah. also said that. Mm -hmm. He said I don't have the fire. That's like he went that way. So I just think. He must be a fan of Alex's cooking show, and he saw the fire. He literally saw fire, so that's what the thing is coming to his mind. So, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Khabib, I don't cook. I play video games. Maybe that's why he think. I mean, the fire in the video games is pretty fire, bro. I, I dropped some pretty fire content with the video games, guys. So make sure you guys come to Facebook Gaming and um, show you guys, show your boy some love. But, you know, all jokes aside, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. You know, he's not with me in the gym. He's not with me the day-to-day. I know I don't I don't post nothing training. The only thing post I really post is like gaming, my merch. You know, don't forget shopmaxholly.com. Pick up that merch. Look, look, Luke would look fire in these. Yeah, look at yeah, this. Really you look really Those are, fire well, you know what? in these. But, but in you're, my you're, you're a thirty-two year. You're thirty years old and in shape. I'm a forty-two year old wash dad. That's really yeah. You get the floor shorts and you want to tank top. They say daddest man on the planet. We, <laughs> okay. we can get you that. We can get that. That you gotta send this guy that. Yeah, you gotta get, get on it. Picture. Get on it. Uh, we will do that. Uh, still though, speaking of sort of all the things you have going on, do you ever? Do you ever? Does the acknowledgement of your peers, how much does that matter? Because you sort of noted that, well, before the cater fight, they were calling you journeyman and this, yeah. that, and the other. And the Khabib thing kind of, I can tell it at least slightly irritates yeah. you. Does, does the acknowledgement of your ability and accomplishments from your, let's say, fighting peers, I'm not saying it drives you, yeah. but it does seem to matter. I mean, it's cool, you know, it is what it is, you know, it's especially when, I mean, somebody could be saying something, it is what it is, I mean. By the way, it's not all criticism. There's yeah, 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 too, yeah, yeah, and, and a bunch of it is praise. Like I said, you know, after the second fight, like, I had, like, more than half the UFC roster saying that, you know, I, I should be the champ or whatever, so. At the end of the day, I love the peers, you know, I love seeing everybody. I love being the guy that everybody's cool with or whatever, you know, I'm. I guess so the best way to sum it up is like I'm I'm your favorite fighter's favorite fighter, you know, mm -hmm. so, and that and that and that feels great, you know. Do you ever think about what role you want to play in the history of Hawaiian MMA, like specifically that particular lane? Uh 
And you know, not really, no. you know. But but when it when it's all said and done, now that you said it, I would I would love to be, I guess the DC. You know how DC is to me, and like if if I ever need anything, I call DC, pick his mind about something or whatever. So, yeah, any Hawaii guys, just reach out. You know, I I would love to tell you guys how to do it and tell you guys the recipes and tell you what work, what doesn't. My my criticism on stuff, it's it'd be cool, you know, it'd be cool. But oh, even for all of all of MMA period, you know, that's that DC, DC is that guy, bro, he makes so much friends with everybody, he helps everybody try to be talking, he's still the second daddest man on the planet, probably the third now, because you're here, Luke, so, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I guess what I mean is, like, listen, I, I, I'm not from Hawaii, I certainly would never even come close to understanding it the way you would, right, I've been one time, but that's it, but what I mean to say is, you know, BJ Penn will obviously occupy a very special place in the history of Hawaiian MMA. And I know you're probably not trying to like, I'm going to knock him off his perch. I, I know you're, I know you're not doing that, but I guess, do you ever feel like where do you want to be placed when the story is written about where you are in the history of Hawaiian MMA? I mean, I, I don't care. I don't mind. You know, I just want to be that guy to be like, especially from Hawaiians or anybody from, from around the world in a little town, just saying like, if I could do it, you know, why not you? Why? If someone like me could do it from a small town on the west side, you know, and why not Hawaii, why not you? So I just want to be the inspiration, you know. I, I don't, you don't need to put nothing around me, you know. I just want to know, be like, hey, I want somebody to be like, hey, look, he did it. Yeah, that's, so why not you, you know. Why why can't I do it? And that's what I want to be to not only Hawaii people, but to all to all the small town kids that, that think so they, they don't belong or the world's too big or so on and so on, you know, I want to be that inspiration and be like, look, he can do it, I can do it. And you, and, and not only do it, you can do it better than me, you know, and whatever you can do, you can do it better. You can be greater and uh, keep going. You know, I'm only, I'm only setting these goals and records because records are meant to be broken. Please break them. Please somebody break them because uh, I'll be cheering you on all the way. Almost done here. Have you ever thought about taking a boxing fight? I know it's always very, very difficult to do, and it's kind of weird, and who the hell knows? But, dude, you know this. From the time you got into the UFC to now, I've never seen the MMA and boxing worlds merge more so than much. they have. So much, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%, man. I would love to box somebody, you know what I mean? Anybody, whoever. Dude, will you, are you going to fight Jake Paul? Fight Jake Paul. Oh, my gosh. That that, I'd be so much fun. <laughs> That'd be so much fun to fight him. You got to fight with Tommy. That... Tommy Fury, though, coming up, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that should be an interesting fight. But but you it's 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 have you ever thought about it like in a real way? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. I talk I talk I talk to my manager all the time. I'd love to figure out a way, you know, get UFC on board or something, and fight somebody for you for a lot of crazy amount of money, you know. I'd, I would love to fight Floyd. I'd love to fight any of the other top guys at at the 147 or even you know who we'll see who knows another YouTube star. Whoever wants it can get it, you know. I'm the best boxer in the UFC, and uh, they can figure that out the hard way. All right. So on the Saturday co-main event, what's on the line as far as I can tell? The belt is on the line. Oh. Um, obviously, the, 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 who won the trilogy to an extent really is kind of on the line. Even if you win the one, some people think you obviously, and there's a case to be made previously. But that's what I think is on the line. Oh. And it doesn't matter what I think. Oh. What matters is what you think. When you think about what's on the line Saturday, what is it? Ah, legacy. It's just as simple as that. It's legacy, you know. Um, me and him, we're on the top, on the higher end of the pound for pound ranking list, you know. I'm number, I, I, he's the champ, I'm number one in our own rankings in the featherweight. And fights like this don't happen, you know. In the last decade, 
I I only can I don't know if you can remember I only can remember one you know and that's DC and Jones one hundred percent. So to have this again, you know, this is this is a huge fight. You know, the hardcore journalists, the hardcore fans, this is what they want. This is what they need. They they earn they earn for this, you know. And I'm just excited, man. There's a lot of legacy going there, and then you know, hopefully everything goes good, and I can continue on my legacy, and you know, go after the GOAT 45, and that's. And that's all, though, you know. He, he got a bunch of records that still haven't been broken. And until somebody breaks them, then they can be call, call themselves the GOAT of 45. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because some people say this is for the GOAT all-time of 145. And yeah, he right. beat Aldo and you beat Aldo. Yeah, right. but, but Aldo, the campaign he had at 145, I don't mean to diminish what you or Max has yeah. done, but it's it's remarkable. Yeah, I mean, I'd, He's underrated, I, I, too. I, tri- I trip out whenever somebody say... Uh, we're gonna fight who find out who was the best 145er in the world ever i'm like are you are we forgetting about jose aldo like uh, this guy with seven title defensive in the ufc how much did the title defense did he have in wc i don't even remember yeah it's like this guy been undefeated for a certain amount of years like we're just gonna forget about him because okay yeah i finished him twice but it's like it is what it is you know it's some it's some person time he still has stats you know what i mean like he still has records that you still have to beat to beat a gold he has seven title defenses go beat that go get eight and then call yourself the gold you know what i mean but other than that I, i'm not even close how much how much title defense i had like three or something right so i gotta get like four more or something so we we see what happens the long list well i'll tell you what max i don't know what's gonna happen on saturday i don't predict the future you're already a Hall of Famer, uh, and this is about as excited I've been for a fight in a long, long time. They don't come around like this very often, do they? Pretty special. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. I don't ever say uh, good luck because I don't wish that, but I certainly hope that the best man wins, and I know you're prepared, and I can't wait to see what happens. Thank you, brother. No, thank you for your time. Right off the plane, straight to this interview, you the man. Thank you. Thank you.